Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the Author Incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. We are back at Book Journeys Radio. I am excited about today's episode. We've got some good stuff for you today. Karen Donaldson is here. She is the author of Beating the Belly Fat Blues, um, which I actually said correctly without calling it the Belly Flat Blues. I would like to have a fat, flat belly problem. Um, So Karen is a registered dietitian. She is a certified personal trainer and emotional freedom technique um, practitioner. She's a certified weight loss coach, and she has helped hundreds of women all over the world lose weight and keep it off as they learn to love and accept themselves and heal the hurts that cause the cravings and the emotional eating in the first place. If you are a longtime listener of this show, you know this is a topic near and dear to my heart. And um, Beating the Belly Fat Blues was one of our first books. And so I am super excited to welcome Karen Donaldson to the show. Karen, thanks for being here. Thank you, Angela, for having me. I'm totally thrilled to be here. Awesome. Um, So if you want to follow along with this conversation with Karen, you can go to excelweightloss.com. That's E-X. B-E-L-WeightLoss.com, and learn more about her there. Um, But Karen, let's just start by talking about the book. Tell us what it's about and who's it for. Okay, thank you. Um, The book is really about for anybody who wants to lose weight and keep it off. Um, I do see male clients. Most of the people that I see are female women, Um, but it's open to everyone. And Really what happened is through the years, I kept hearing the same question over and over again. Um, I'm a dietitian. I'm a personal trainer. People would come to my office to lose weight, and I would try to help them, and I would you know, give them the best nutrition knowledge on the planet and help them with their exercise. But over and over, I kept hearing, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do, so why can't I do it? Like, thanks, Karen, mm-hmm. for the information. That was great, but, you know, what the I get home, and stuff happens and then I can't stick to it or I have these cravings or all these emotions come up and it's like, ah, and it was frustrating. It was very frustrating for my clients, but it was like frustrating for me too, because I was like, I was doing the same thing. So I could teach people this stuff all day long and have really good meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, mm-hmm. I'd put my butt in front of the TV. I'm eating popcorn. I'm having chocolate. I'm going, oh, my God, I can't do it either. And so, yeah. you know, it, it was embarrassing, but it was mostly frustrating and sad because then most of my clients would have so much shame and guilt and frustration. And it was you know, it was breaking my heart, their hearts were broken. And so I really, I'm so grateful that several years ago, I was introduced to um, emotional eating, to EFT, emotional freedom techniques, tapping more mind-body solutions for helping people to like lose weight and keep the weight off. And 
So what I do now is I help, I teach people how to curb their cravings and how to heal like the traumas or the events that lead to their emotional eating in the first place. Um, so they can, they can lose the weight, but they can keep it off as well. But then the really cool benefit is that a whole bunch of other stuff gets healed along the way and it's just this beautiful journey so i had to share this with as many people as possible and that is why i wanted to write a book about it i love it so let's give people a little bit of a sense of eft because you've talked about emotional freedom technique mm-hmm. um and that's a big part of this book so so what is eft and what does it have to do with weight loss So EFT, as you said, stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and I always tell people it's a little bit goofy at first, but who cares because it really works, and Mm -hmm. the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to feel more calm after after doing a little session of EFT, and so everyone's good with it. Um, It basically involves tapping or pressing on some different acupressure points on the body. There are some around the face and on the chest and um, probably about 10 points. And as it turns out, when you tap or press on these points, you are actually sending calming signals to a part of your brain called the amygdala, which is the emotion center of the brain. And so the um, while you're thinking about a trauma or having a craving for a food or whatever, or maybe you're really angry about something or frustrated, while you're having that emotion or that craving going on, If you're tapping and pressing on these acupressure points, you're actually sending a calming signal to your brain, basically to get out of fight or flight mode, excuse me, which is really important. When you're in fight or flight mode, you're making too much adrenaline, you're releasing too many blood sugars into your body um, from your liver, and you're making a lot of cortisol, and so you end up storing a lot of that as fat right in the belly, which is typically where people store fat. So it calms down that fight or flight response, but what else it does um, is it helps to calm the brain in general. And I, I tell people that we, we often have what I call chaos brain. I don't know about you, Angela, where you have like all these thoughts in your head and you can't settle your brain down. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I live there. <laughs> I feel like that's my second address. So yeah, exactly. You, yeah. When you tap or press on this point, it actually can help to increase the level of serotonin in your brain, which is that brain chemical that ah, makes you feel calm and settles you down. And so really what happens is that you can use this as a tool, basically instead of eating too many carbohydrates, because Mm. what usually happens... The carbohydrates work, though, too. I've tried that approach. Well, yes, they do. <laughs> they really do. We know this all too well, both of us. If you uh, if you eat those carbs, you're going to raise your blood sugar levels and raise your insulin levels, which is fine, um, and that's supposed to happen. But you're right. So that combination of brain chemistry also raises the levels of serotonin in your brain, and so. Mm. It does work. Your your brain is going to feel more calm. The serotonin levels are raised. But the problem is you just consumed, you know, way, way too many carbohydrates, a, a box of cookies, a bag of chocolate, a huge bowl of popcorn, yeah. you know, who knows where it'll start. So, yeah, you do feel better for a little while, but then you feel like crap again because you gained weight and you feel bad about yourself and there's shame and I'm a loser and I'm a failure. And then a lot of people actually start the whole process all over again. 
Mm, yeah. So, well, yeah, I tell, so, briefly I tell people, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, tapping is like serotonin without the carbs. That's a good way to describe it. Fantastic. I love that description. <laughs> yeah. So, your, since your book has come out, what are some of the things um, – what are some of the things that have happened in your life that maybe wouldn't have happened if you didn't write this book and in your life or in the lives of your readers? Well, in the lives of my readers, it's been an extremely valuable tool because, um, you know, we just took several minutes to explain what I do. And um, now I have this very powerful tool. I, you know, I've got, I, I get to say, it's so cool. I get to say, well, I have this book on, you know, emotional eating and you can go to Amazon and you can order my book and they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. You have a book. And so, you know, immediately for me, it gives me credibility, but it, it helps them feel more comfortable with what I'm mm. doing as well, which is great. Um, but then they also have a resource. It's like they can download the book, read it, sit in their living room, you know, 11 o'clock at night and and look this over and kind of get a, a feel for what I do. Um, and it's, it's a good icebreaker. So then they are much more willing to email me or schedule an appointment. Um, I've had many clients say, well, I just got online. I saw your book. I ordered your book. Um, I really liked what you had to say. You seem really nice. So I decided to work with you. Yeah, so what I love about that is you mentioned that there's something a little bit goofy about EFT if you just see a video or a, a diagram of, of where you're going to be tapping it. You know, I think we're used to seeing pictures of acupuncture, but acupuncture is a little goofy. Like it's something that's really, um, I think a lot of people picture Weight Watchers and that you're going to, you know, weigh them in and give them menu choices and points and things. And so right. I feel like especially with something like this that's a little bit not traditional, having the yes. opportunity to get to know you through a book must make it feel, you know, safer or easier to, to take the plunge. Oh, by far. And so in the book, I I describe the brain chemistry like I just did with you with the serotonin levels and the fight or flight response. But then I also have a chapter where I share some of the stories of women who and a guy as well who have used EFT to lose weight and keep it off. And their stories are very, very honest and real and heartbreaking and touching all at the same time. So when people read those stories, they're like, oh, my gosh, that is that is me. Well, I have that issue. Well, wow, she did it like that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I didn't know I could, I could heal the emotions, and then maybe the cravings would start to go away. So um, I love the, the venue that I have now for sharing the stories of the people who have used it successfully and, um, and just a really nice, warm way to let people get to know me and what this is all about. Yeah. So before you wrote your book, was this was this what you imagined or is it different in some way than what you imagined? The process of writing the book or the book or the, the- having a book <laughs> is, you know, like when you I think when people imagine yeah. like I'm going to be an author, like they have an image of what things are going to be like. So I'm just curious for you because you've gone through the program, what what's different than what you thought it would be like? Okay, so well, first of all, I would have to confess that when I very first thought of writing a book, it was <clears throat> several years ago, and um, it was like it would be 
I was thinking it would be a hard copy and it would be a, a really what I have thousands of copies in my garage and how was I going to do that and like the whole thing it was really it was overwhelming so I didn't ever write it but I knew that um, it would feel really good to be a published author and so I just tried to stay within like that feeling um, that I would feel good about what I had written, that I would feel good about sharing the message, and that, of course, that it would lend credibility. Um, of course, I would want more clients to show up because of that. So I really tried to stay in the energy of, I knew the energy would be good once I was published. I, I knew that that mm. would be fantastic. I just didn't know how the hell it was going to happen. It was so frustrating. And so when it when it did happen, like the little details of all of that, it's like, oh, that's how that works. That's a, but I got to be honest and say, you like you did all of that. <laughs> so, I didn't have to <laughs> so let's talk so about that. So really you had you had an image that um, that publishing your book and the process of writing it and publishing it was going to be technically complicated and, and full of details that maybe you weren't experienced with. Um, and maybe that slowed down your process uh, of how long it took to write your book. Are there Oh, it totally things? slowed it down. I never did it. I didn't do it. I yeah, tried like a whole bunch of times. I, right. I went to a work a weekend workshop. It was going to happen after that. Mm. I'd sit down to write. Nothing ever happened. I told my family, you know, because you put it out there. And they're like, yeah, whatever. We've heard this before. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, so it slowed so down to zero. In some ways, like this was just another, you know, another workshop or another lark. Why do you think this program was different? Why do you think you finished your book this time? Oh, no, this was not just another workshop. I don't want you to think Aww. I'm just sucking up to you either. This was not. I <laughs> already wrote my book. I don't have to suck up to you. So um, you published it. No, it wasn't because it was um, – I, I got to talk with you, and I got to work with you, and we had I, – I could tell you knew what you were doing, and there was a schedule, and there were there was a deadline, and it was, like, so exciting to think, oh, my gosh, at the end of this time frame, I'm going to have a book. And I was, like, like almost giddy, like, I'm going to have a book. I'm going to have a book. And so I could, like, even safely say to my family and my friends, well, yep, I'm writing a book, and it's going to be done on such and such date. And they would look at me like, what? I'm like, well, how do you know? I'm like, well, because I signed up for this program. I asked for help, and she's going to help me make it happen. And so I, I don't even know how people could write a book not doing that. I mean, maybe if they could just have the luxury to sit around all day and have all the time in the world and money. And I mean, I had a job and family and responsibilities and all that. So um, I think unless you just had, I don't, I don't know how you would do it if you didn't have some guidance. I really don't. Mm, yeah. So what do you wish that you knew? Was you could go back and, and talk to yourself. Um, when mm -hmm. you were trying to write a book, what are some of the things that you wish you knew that you know now that it's done? I, I wish I knew that there were people that would help you. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a, seriously, I wish I knew that you could, you could just like get a coach and they would help you write a book and that it could be done and it wouldn't have to be like that hard. Although I have to say I've heard of other people working with coaches and it's not, it still doesn't always happen. So I think you need someone more than just like 
helping you with your idea or encouraging you. I think you need some a structured program that gently forces you to get it done. I love gently forces. That's nice. Okay, well, I was going to say some other words, but whatever. <laughs> yes. But the first, um, the first couple of years that I started coaching people with their books, I, um, I, I, none of my clients, actually I had one client who finished her book. Um, ah. But that was like, for me, it was like this huge point of shame because I had all these amazing testimonials, but I was always paranoid that somebody was going to ask me for the books that we'd done. And, like, mm. I literally had, like, one lonely book and, like, 156 <laughs> clients in one book. And really the impetus behind this program was, like, no more learning about how. No more talking about it. Like, we're going to do these books. And I was exactly. very dedicated to that. Um, and I don't think many book coaches are, and I know why they're not. Cause I do feel like every month when we have a book launch, it's a little bit of a miracle. <laughs> I don't know sure. how we're pulling this off still, but it's just a lot of prayer. Um, yes. Yeah. So for you, um, did writer's block come up or were there times in the process where you were stuck in any way and how did you deal with that? Um, yes, writer's block did come up. And I think that's, again, where um, it where your help was valuable because we – I think you've changed a few things since I published my book and you have some different formats or, you know, timeframes and so forth. But the program that I went through, um, we were committing to writing a chapter every week and submitting it to mm -hmm. you and, and then you would review it. And then like we were done and I'm like, Oh God, what do you mean we're done? Okay. But I can't rewrite it like 50 times. Um, and you, been, you, you said, um, no, no. And I'm like, what the hell? No, why not? <laughs> like, wait a second. So you had you helped us trust that the way that we wrote it was was good was like good enough not just good enough in the sense of oh well it's good enough like no this is good this is good enough this is you're done um, and so if you I, the 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 pressure I'll be honest the pressure it's like okay it's Wednesday I told Angela I would have this to her by Friday I have to have it to her by Friday I'm gonna stay up tonight and I'm gonna get it done and I'm not gonna do something else this weekend and so I'll be honest it was there were some painful times but it was worth the um, the finished product because the painful mm. times were like were like short and was painful for for some weeks for a few weeks but then you had a book. So, yeah. so it was worth it. You could be having pain and put it off and procrastinating for like 10 years, but that's painful too. So, yeah. you know, get it, just get it done. Okay. So let's talk about, um, for you with, um, when you were in those stuck points, one of the things you talked about that helped you and people who are listening can do this, whether you're working with me or not, um, is that mm -hmm. you were on a deadline. <clears throat> So yes. if people were to set up a deadline and make themselves accountable to that deadline, I always have a, a technique I suggest to people, which is pick an uncomfortable amount of money and make a friend hold it for you. So it could be $100 or $1,000, whatever seems scary to you to lose. And give yourself a, a chapter and a deadline and say, if I don't give you my chapter by this date, please mail this check to that's a political organization or a charity, but that money will be gone and out of your pocket. 
So let's say mm-hmm. somebody is doing that, like you, they're, they're on a deadline. Um, for you, what percentage of your time were you writing from a place of like force and I'm on a deadline and I've just got to get this done? And, and how much of the time were you flowing and you felt like your message was just coming out of you? And how did that balance out? Ooh, that's interesting. I, w- I would say more at first I would feel on a deadline like, ah, this is uncomfortable. But then once you once I got past that, then everything started to flow. And it's like, oh, geez, I should go to bed. Oh, well, never mind. I'm going to keep on writing. Um, so I don't know if I can give a percentage yeah. of time. No, but I think that the way you explained that was great um, because when you just make that decision, I'm going to keep writing anyway – Sometimes yeah. you just move, and like we've all had this happen with, you know, book reports for school or whatever, where it's like mm-hmm. you're struggling at first, but when you stay committed to it, um, yes. then all of a sudden it's like flowing out of you because you didn't uh, leave that discomfort, which frankly is another thing that EFT is great for is when you're in that place of discomfort <laughs> and you're just like, I would rather not be in this place of writer's block or feeling pressured by my deadline. But if you have tools that you can use to keep yourself calm and committed to what you said you're going to do, uh, that and trusting that that flow state will come, I think that's exactly what happens a lot of times. It's so funny you said that because I actually did use my, my tapping, my EFT, to like calm myself down to stay, you know, you can do this. Just tap for a moment, breathe, calm down your brain. Because when you're in chaos brain, you don't have a lot of creativity either. Um, and so I didn't want to right. have any more blocks that way. So I would like tap myself into calm, calmness. But what was really funny is um, I <laughs> would, I found myself thinking, oh, I wonder, should I go make some popcorn? I wonder if we have any chocolate. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're going to gain weight writing a book on weight loss. No, 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 you are not. <laughs> So, it's so, so interesting I, how our brain gives us that information. Like right now, yes. chocolate would be ideal. Yes, yes, <laughs> or Facebook or any other thousand distractions. So right. I honestly, I would set a timer on my phone. I wasn't allowed to pick up my phone. I would do hour intervals. I would set a timer. I would put the phone down in a way, can't touch it till the timer goes off and do some tapping. And then once I got into it, the, like half the time, the alarm would go off on my phone and it would startle me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been writing for an hour. Oh, cool. Let's do that again. Right. I absolutely love that. So any other advice that you would give to somebody who, you know, like you, maybe for them, it's been 10 years and they spent hours writing and they've gone to workshops and they don't have a book. Is there anything else that you would want to tell them or share with them as advice to be able to to actually get it done? Um, I, I think you got to get a coach. I've obviously I would say mm-hmm. to hire you and work with you because I don't, if it's been that long, it's probably not going to happen. Um, so it's time to try something different. I mean, kind of like with weight loss, if people have tried diets and diets and diets and that's not working, then it really is time to let that go and try some other method. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, co- you being a coach for helping people write books is what you are like on the earth to do. Me being a coach for weight loss, that's what I'm supposed to do. So get the help of an expert. And, you know, it's that old cliche, just do it. I mean, just jump in. You, I mean, you know, actually I had a, my, I had a, 
family member passed away during that time and I mm. there were lots of, there's always stuff that can come up um, and so you want to there isn't ever a perfect time so like jump in sign up to do it and commit to it um, but do something different get a coach call you get the deadline go through the trust the process um, and I can't even tell you how good it feels to have it be done. It's like, I'm done. Aww. I'm done. Yeah, it's so good. That. I love having a book. So one of the one of the types of books that we focus on is like your book. We call it a client conversion book. So this is a book that people read. They get to know you better. And then if you have related programs and products, they can buy them from you. So I know yes. for you, one of the things that you offer is a boot camp, the Naturally Thin You Boot Camp, which kind of dovetails if people if people like your book, that boot camp is a great next step for them. And I think you have one coming up. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and who it might be for? Sure, that would be great. Yeah, I actually teach um, a Naturally Thin You Boot Camp through EFT Universe, and so um, it's great to have even more credibility with such an international organization. And I, I'm the weight loss coach for them, and we have a class. There's a, a informational call about it on Thursday, September 10th, and you can get information about it by going to EFT and then number four, numeral four, weightloss.com. You can listen into that call for free and find out some more information about that. It's um, using EFT for cravings and emotional eating, self-sabotage, body image. Um, there are six live classes, and I am the instructor for, for each of those live classes. And then there are numerous audios and videos and materials to follow along with. So it's a fabulous program. It's good for experienced tapplers, but if you're new, it's, it's a great way to introduce yourself to emotional eating. So, or so how do you to, think how to people, really. would people need to, do they need to read your book to do this class? Is that required? It's not required. Um, it's definitely an adjunct, and if they are, are confused or maybe on the fence, it would give them a lot more information about how um, emotional eating, really the psychology of food mm -hmm. and what happens with all of that. So um, they could read the book. Of course, I would love it if they did, but if they didn't want to, they could still take the course. Um, I love it. But you also mentioned, too, like for other clients. And um, so I have that course, but I work with people one-on-one. -on -one, and generally what happens, if people are wondering how this book would help them, like with their business, I think it would help, mm. you know, tremendously. Um, so it gives me a lot of credibility. We use part of my book in the in the boot camp course itself, which is very nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But what also happens is that it's part of a, a ten second ten session weight loss package that I offer, and so people, um, it, it's just another wonderful tool that you can offer people and use for for the products that you might already have or something that you want to develop. It's fabulous. I love it. If you want to see how Karen Donaldson uses her book and her business, go to Excel Weight Loss. It's E-X-C-E-L weightloss.com. You'll see that boot camp, that naturally thin you boot camp right at the top of the page. And if you scroll down on the right, you'll see a copy of her book, Beat the Belly Fat Blues. And if you click on that book, um, you, it will take you to Amazon. You can purchase it. 
Um, you can also just go to Amazon and search for Beat the Belly, Slap, Belly Fat Blues by Karen Donaldson. You get her book and also just check out how she's incorporated that book into, uh, into her business. And, of course, um, if you find yourself uh, enjoying carbs as much as Karen and I do, <laughs> reach out to her to find out about that boot camp or other ways she might be able to help you. Karen, thank you so much for being our guest today. This was so fun. It went so fast, though. I feel like I could talk to you for another half an hour. I know, me too. And I hope that you the message gets out. Um, I can't stress enough. People should just call you and work with you. I, I you know, just like just that whole Nike thing. Just do it. Just, just call. If you only if you want your book done, though. If you don't really care if you get your book done, then don't call Angela. But like, if you do want to get it done, then then you should call her. So it's pretty simple. That. <laughs> yes. That's totally yeah. awesome. Well, I really appreciate that. I love working with you. I'm sure there's another book brewing in there so i know we will talk more soon and um and uh i will encourage people again pick up a copy of karen donaldson's beat the belly fat blues um next week on book journeys radio we are on a hiatus we have finished season one of page up podcast so if you uh have not listened to all 17 of our episodes from the first season Go to Page Up Podcast and do a little binge because that will teach you many of the techniques that we use with our authors at the Difference Press. Uh, I think you will enjoy the show, and we'll meet you back here for, uh, for Book Journeys next week. Thanks, everyone. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.